0: Hello and welcome to The Spill Sesh, episode 37. Now, today's episode, I have the wonder woman, Jasmine Han, who is the owner of Slap Studio, which is a pole dance studio and they have many different classes and they stand for so many amazing things and their community is honestly the best. I'm so honoured to have her on my podcast. We have had an amazing conversation and I think you'll really like this one. Enjoy! So hello, Jasmine. Thank you so much (laughs) for coming on my podcast. Hi, Sejal. It's great to be on your show. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, I'm so excited because I remember when I first started at Slap and I was like, I need to find out more about the studio and I need to know who's the owner behind it. And I have to have that person on my podcast. And when I announced that I was going to have you on my podcast, there was a lot of excitement. And, you know, there is this group uh, on Telegram that's SG Pole Sisters. I'm not sure if you know. I'm sure you do. Uh, and there, so basically, it's just like all the pole women and men in Singapore are on right, this right. group. And right. I had said like, hey, you know, I have a podcast and I'm doing this episode with Jasmine. So let me know. Oh, my gosh. Everyone was like, What? Please ask her this. She's such an amazing woman. You know, like, um, she's so inspiring. It's great that you're having her on. So just like a lot of people love you, and I'm so happy that. Oh
1: my gosh, I feel it. I feel the love.
0: I feel it. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? I mean, other than being the owner of Slap Studio, an author, a mum
1: what is jasmine Oh, who is jasmine Han? well i tell you i'm the perfect wife as well if you ask my husband (laughs) (laughs) it's his birthday today actually so it's a perfect day to uh to do this podcast i'll never forget this recording now sejal thanks to you Yeah. Okay. So I'm a mom. I'm a breast cancer survivor. I'm a daughter of a breast cancer survivor. I run a pole studio. I've got two beautiful kids. And uh, we've recently um, moved to Scotland to just spend some time with my mother-in-law. We've just lost our father-in-law a month ago. Oh, I'm and so sorry for um, Yeah, and the kids are enjoying school so far, even though we're on Zoom, it's like tier 20 here. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're having a great time
0: and uh, this is me. I mean, that's so great to hear. And Scotland, oh my gosh, when, so when did you move to Scotland? How long ago? How long have you been there? About six months. Wow. Yeah. How's the weather there? It must be freezing.
1: Well, right now it's cold, but you know what's really lovely? You get the four seasons here. So you get the summer, spring, autumn and winter time. Mm-hmm. And this winter was beautiful. The kids got to see the amazing snow and it's white, lovely snow. You know, not, not yellow, slippery, slippity, drippity snow. So it's absolutely <laughs> amazing. Fairy tale.
0: I think that's amazing. I know as a kid, my, my dream was like, I just want to see snow. So, not knowing that it's like freezing and that comes with it as well. <laughs> so, that's like, well, amazing. Well, I tell everybody that, you can that you're that. welcome.
1: Once this old COVID thing is over, I've got friends oh, and family coming over and visiting <laughs> us. And we are in the middle of two huge cities. So, it's really nice. If you like, you know, the rural living, we've got it here. Mm-hmm. If you like to just head in and, you know, get into the hustle and bustle of the city, we've got it here as well. It's
0: absolutely
1: yeah a dream
0: so why don't you tell me about your pole journey let's start with that um when did you start pole and what got you into it
1: oh mine if I tell you then you're gonna know my age all right Ah. so uh, (laughs) I started pole would say about 14 years ago 13 14 years ago a friend of mine said hey listen let's go let's go try something fun let's let's do pole dancing I've just had a baby, I want to lose weight. So I said, okay, okay, let's go, let's go. And um, she became very busy, you know, somebody with a newborn. Time is quite um, difficult to steal every now and then. So what happened, we went to a pole class together. We enjoyed the pole class. I became good friends with the pole instructor and started teaching just a couple of pole exercising classes, you know. Just grabbing onto the pole, going up and down, left and right, sit up, push ups. And we all started with a static 50mm pole. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, amazing. Wait, you Can started you believe with it? A static 50mm pole? Static pole. pole. Yeah, started with a static pole. And you couldn't even, How? I couldn't even wrap my hands around it. The clothes oh that we wore God. were swim shorts from the Body Knits Boy Department. Yeah, I mean, looking at <laughs> looking at what we have now for the pollers, you know, the choices of music, the yes. uh, pole gear, the uh, pole grip. I mean, we had a cloth and we had shorts, <laughs> and that's all we had to work with. Um, but we had a great time. Yeah. So I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, we made I made lots of good friends in pole, and right after that, we went overseas and decided, you know, let's start our own pole studio. Then we founded Bobby's Pole Studio, which was at Queen Street, and mm-hmm. then later on, um, I stepped up with a couple of uh, the friends of mine, Naoko Inomoto and Charlene Leong, and we founded Slap Dance Studio, and it's been ongoing wow. since. So all together, oh gosh, I've been running Pole Studios for fourteen years now that's crazy insane
0: you know about the pole it's so funny even i know i didn't know until well not not this recently but like i always thought the pole didn't spin i didn't know it was like a secret that like no i just never knew so when i had this conversation with a friend recently and they were like wait the pole spins i was like yeah it does so when you say that you started on a static pole like for the listeners who don't know about pole which means the pole doesn't move which means you need like. 10 times the strength and the grip power that you normally need for even the normal like spinning pole so that is i'm that's crazy yeah even with the normals like the normal pole now i'm just like it's so difficult i cannot imagine how you started with static pole <laughs> mm, and 50 mm as well i tell you
1: it's crazy and at that time we didn't have uh enough money when i started teaching you know to have the well, also, there were not a lot of pollers in Singapore. So we were not able mm. to afford the rental of the whole room. So we had two instructors teaching at that time. And it was me and my um, ex-business partner. So every single time we had a lesson, we had to put 10 poles up manually with a letter and dismantle oh 10 poles, And it was insane. absolute. But that was our warm-up. So that was good. We
0: were very fit back then. <laughs> And we know you need to warm up before pole, for sure. Oh, gosh. So, yes. you mentioned that at the time, there weren't that many polers to begin with in Singapore. And now, they're, like everybody wants to try pole, which is amazing. But do you think that um, pole has just become sort of like a trend, especially over Circuit Breaker? Pole, um...
1: Do you know what? I wouldn't say it's a trend anymore because we thought it was a trend and we thought it was a fad and we thought, okay, let's just open a pole studio. You know what? We'll just, um, close it after a while because it's just trendy now. But I find that <laughs> it's actually incorporated into our lives. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like yoga, Pilates. A lot of us has incorporated into our life. It's part of our lifestyle now. So I yes. wouldn't even say it's a trend. It's, part of our lifestyle especially if you see some of the girls in our studio oh my gosh it is it is a huge part of our life
0: yeah yeah Mm. the passion that comes with it and like I think the way it makes them feel oh yes it's it's indescribable like I think a lot of people obviously you know Paul is so sexualized which whatever but do you think that you know now Like it should still be sexualized. Like it's not a wrong thing because if if they wanna dance and if they wanna go Mm. to a club, then they might as well. It's their body, their choice, whatever they want to do. But for the like for people who are just starting out pole and they're worried that or like what do you think about the stigma that still exists rather about Mm. pole? About pole. Well,
1: you know what? There's so many different kind of pole and it depends on what season and you know, where I am in my fitness level. Like right now, I really enjoy pole acrobatics, going into Mm -hmm. Chinese pole a little bit, you know, doing a bit of tumbling, uh, not too much flips, but more of uh, pole tricks. And then last Mm -hmm. year, I really enjoyed dancing, you know. So I think everyone goes through a different season. You, I do enjoy that uh, sensuality and sexuality part of it. But I also enjoy, you know, the Cirque du Soleil side of it as well. Yeah, where you have, mm-hmm. you know, really gymnastic style stuff. Yeah, it's just a season. Just depends on what you like. And it's also the song, isn't it? Sometimes, when you hear a good song, you just want to bust a move according to that I song. Swear.
0: Oh my God. You gosh. know, now, yeah. whenever I listen to a good song, like last time I was like, oh, was like, okay, I can't wait to go to a club. Now it's like, every time I hear a good song, I just imagine on the pole, I'm like, oh, this is me so good on the pole. Exactly. <laughs> I so I do want to now.
1: apologize to my friends and my family. Sometimes when you talk to me and my eyes are just blanked, I'm actually thinking of a choreography in my head. So I <laughs> do apologize for that. You do it too. I love that.
0: Everybody does. Yes. I feel. I feel like everyone will understand that for sure. Oh yeah. So would you consider pole a sport?
1: Pole, yes, it is a sport. Yeah, it is a dance as well. It's an art. It's everything. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's anything and everything you want it to be. You can go beast mode. Yeah. You can just walk around it. Yeah, you can do anything you want with it. it just depends on the time of the day. And again, <laughs> the song. It just does something, oh, gosh. I know. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So do you, I just, I'm just curious, like for people who do pole, like let's say like for for years and years, there's, is there like a misconception that they will become a stripper or like if, or do they have to, do they have to be associated with being strippers? Like how does that work? I think a lot of people have that misconception. Mm, and, and there's
1: nothing wrong also, but yeah. like with becoming one. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. You know, um, personally, I've not met any student in my 14 years of teaching and running pole studios who come up to me and say, hey, I'm training to be a stripper. But if they want to, we have the ability to do that as well. Then we have people who come and want to do a ballerina routine or a contemporary routine. We also have that. Yeah. Mm. So um, one thing I like about our pole community now Okay, and of course I'm biased because you know I run Slap Dance Studio. I've got to say, <laughs> we are very inclusive and we welcome yes. all genres of dance.
0: Yeah, mm. I I totally agree with that. Like mm. I think even when I started pole, I mean I didn't start pole very long ago. So it, this was maybe like November December last year, and um, the first thing my friend who was a very like. Um, she's really, really good at pole and she's been doing it for years. So she was like, oh, there's this telegram group, the one I was telling you about. She was like, let me add you in. And I have, I'm shocked at how inclusive and how welcoming everyone is mm. in the pole community. Like, mm. it's a literal community, yes. you know, in Singapore. And they're all, and we talk about like everything on the group yeah. from like, oh, does this top fit this way or being a female? And I, I'm just like, I'm in shock. And I just like, I wish I could meet all of them. Yeah, You <laughs> it's will. It's crazy. It's like you a sisterhood. Will. But that's the thing, isn't it? You expect when a
1: bunch of... I know there are male pollers out there as well. But yes. you yes. know, you expect, you know, when you work with a bunch of women or when you have so many women in your community, you, ex- you expect cliques and you expect bitchiness and jealousy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all of that rubbish going on. But I've got to say... I've not seen anything like that so far. And uh, if, if it's Neither in... Um, it's just hearsay if I if I really hear it. Yeah, but I've not seen it, you know, cat fights and whatnot. And I do it better than you. My split is better <laughs> than you. No, no, the attitude is, you know what? Let me help you. If you open up your body a bit more, if you look at your leg, if you twist your hand this way, you'll get that trick. Everyone is looking to help each other. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I really find that so different in our whole community. Yeah, so much love,
0: so much love. Yeah, and one of the girls from that group. So when I mentioned that I'm interviewing you, so she had a question, and she was asked, she wanted to ask. How do you envision the future of the pole fitness and the pole community in Singapore to be like?
1: Oh my, this is a big question. (laughs) I can talk for hours on this. My goodness. Okay, so I envision, we see a lot of people, as you can see, a lot of pole studios are popping up. So we're back to six, seven years ago. You remember, I don't know. You were not born yet, Sejong. Yeah, so... You were not born yet. yeah, exactly. You were not born in pole in pole years. Yes, I wasn't born that in pole. That a Pol whole school. bunch of poll studios came out. And I really like it because number one, it gives people different locations to go. Because a lot of it is convenience. You know? Mm. If I work at Tanjong Paga, I want to be there at Tanjong Paga polling. If I work yeah. in Lavender, I want to be at Lavender polling. So thank goodness, you know, lots of post studios open. There are a lot of chances for more people to get in. Cause if you know someone lives at Tiong Baru, it's just hard, you know, to get somewhere further than 10 MRT stations away. So it's great that a lot of post studios are opening mm-hmm. now. So I see that trend. I hope some post studios open in the rural area. So we can get some Durong and Changi village people in. Yes. So yeah, please. Yes, I was just saying like in yeah. the East. We need one in the East. <laughs> go for it. And rent is cheap, right? You, wouldn't, you don't, Why don't people go and open some pole studios in, in um, C-May? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's an idea. Um, and there will be a lot more genres coming in. Yeah, because um, yeah. we all like to go online to train. Right now, because of COVID and online, my goodness, there are so many fabulous overseas instructors. Okay, so right now, I'm taking some stretch classes at a studio here called West End Pole. And, you know, my teacher is absolutely amazing. So there are so many fabulous teachers out there. So this whole COVID thing and being online... You know, has inspired so many instructors to open up their eyes and learn and teach dif- different genres. Yeah. So, back to the mm, question okay. number one, we're going to have more locations of more pole studios. That is something that is great. We give people from everywhere a housewife who cannot leave her children for too long in Jurong can take a dance <laughs> class. That's pole. Okay. And not have to just wait till Sunday. And the second thing yeah. is we're going to have a lot more genres. A lot more different kind of dance and pole tricks because the teachers have now opened up their mind to learn more stuff online as well. So it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're very lucky to be. And in I think Singapore. it's
0: amazing that it just goes to show that you are owner of a studio, and you're saying how amazing it is that other people are opening studios. Your competition, essentially. And the fact that you are so, that you are so like, yes, like go, more people should open studios. I think it's just, it just attests to what uh, we were saying about the community. Like you didn't even, I don't, I mean, you didn't even like hesitate to say that other people should open and it's good that they're opening. So I think that just goes to show about how inclusive this community is. And you as an owner of a studio are encouraging others to be like, yes, open.
1: It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, you, you look, you know, the studios here so far, you know, we've got the quality teachers, you know, the way um, they run it and the management is good. I've not heard anything um, bad from other studios like, hey, this teacher is rubbish. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or the management is, is rubbish or, you know, they, they yeah, are yeah. always late for their class. Or I've never heard, I don't, I, I've not heard about things like that. So, so far, I think mm-hmm. everyone's doing pretty good. Um, yeah I think really think about things when you open up a studio Um, yeah the teaching quality the space because I think what what kills a lot of not only post studio owners any business owner is the rent so really have some good financial calculations before you do anything like that Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah so I'm happy Please open. Open far away, <laughs> out there. You know, we need to grab other people too. Not everybody mm-hmm. is in the central area, you know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And continue learning online from other teachers. Absolutely. Yes. Wonderful. Yep.
0: I think I, I love how uh, SLAP does the free recovery classes that's where I met you and I didn't even know that you were you (laughs) at the time that was so funny and that just also goes to show how humble you are like you are the owner of this studio and I had no idea you're like hi and you were so welcoming I was like oh she's so nice I want to join this every week but then I had work and stuff like Uh. that and then after that I followed you on Instagram and I'm like "Ah, wait (laughs) why does she look so familiar (laughs) yeah I I don't know you know
1: I don't know, when someone look at, oh, post-studio owner, I I think they expect to see, sometimes they expect to see a Barbie doll or someone who's (laughs) always like hot and, you know, dresses up well. But, you know, in real life, I'm a mother of two kids. I take care of an elderly person. Um, Mm. I run the household. I cook and clean. And, you know, I I lead
0: a pretty normal life. Yeah. (laughs) I think, yeah, but okay, first of all, you look amazing. Oh, thank Second you. Second of all, yeah. I think, yeah, like, I, it's just, it's interesting to see how quote unquote normal mm. it was. And, like, you know, you would think that I, I imagine, like, I don't even know what I imagine. But I had no idea that was you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no way. Yeah. Little yeah. fangirl moment. After I was like, oh, yeah. no freaking way. I know. But tell me, okay, before we go on to, like, yep. the whole journey of slap, okay. What, um, how does pole make you feel and why did it become your passion
1: well pole it isn't it, it is an exercise as well right so whenever mm-hmm. you exercise you get the good hormones flowing so i think that's really big and you feel good about what you're doing um then when you get to the hardest stuff you know if you don't focus and think about what you're doing it's a bit dangerous so take for example you've mm-hmm. had a you know crazy day at the office or you just had a tiff with uh, somebody in your household or you know like me you found out oh damn you've got cancer (laughs) we'll talk about that later anyway yes yes i still polled and i continue doing all of that and whenever that song comes on and you know you're feeling the vibe you move you leave everything at the door, mm. when you pull, mm-hmm. you leave everything at the door. Yeah, so I think it's really good. And then when you come back to deal with that thing, whether it's coming back to your two young children, coming back to your husband, coming back to your work, you are refreshed because you had time to recharge. And that's that's mm-hmm. really big. Yeah, mm.
0: I I fully agree with that. I I like it. I like how you said that you leave everything at the door and you just. That's it. Like you just go into the studio and you dance and you have the best time.
1: Oh, don't get me wrong. I tell my students to pick it up before they leave. Please
0: (laughs) pick up your drama. (laughs) I don't want any dramas in the studio yes you know what I love most when I go for classes is that everyone comes in in like their office where they look so tired they're like wearing like corporate clothes like fully covered corporate clothes Uh in my class Uh at least because mine's the Uh weeknight class and then we go into the studio five minutes everyone's stripped and everyone's a whole different people and I love it it's like you would not expect this bunch of people who look so corporate and just like um, yeah. Oh, we've had such a long day at work and then you just go in and you just feel like a full new woman. And I love it. <laughs> exactly. You know, you really meet people
1: from all walks of life. Absolutely amazing. Yes. Yeah, I would walk into a... My husband went to see a um, brain surgeon at one point of his life, you know? Yeah. So I walked in and 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 that person just said, Hey, teacher! And the, <laughs> the surgeon was my student. So I was like, oh sorry, I was parking the car and then we have to get all serious now. And I said, and the first thing that flew out of my mouth was, I don't recognize you with that much clothes on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so it's things, it's it's things, it's things like that. You know, you meet all walks of people from just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I recently had a student last year and, you know, he just randomly asked, she just, comes in and want to learn how to dance like you would dance in a club. So, you know, I've been teaching her so many weeks now. And then just ask her, I say, how was your weekend? What are you doing next weekend? Oh, I say, I'm actually an opera singer. And then I'm going to go practice with Pavarotti. So... (laughs) who's that? Is that like a really big, like, opera singer? Really big, yeah. I'll get you an interview with her. She's absolutely lovely, lovely, yeah. Oh, my God. And so (laughs) humble on the ground, you know. So, mm-hmm. I I think this is what I'm so appreciative about. You meet people from all
0: walks of life. Absolutely. Yeah. So blessed. 100%. Mm. So, finally, let's get to Slap. Okay, oh. just take me to the journey of opening Slap. You know, what was the idea behind it? What was your vision behind it? And how did it just come to life? Yeah, well, after
1: I left Bobby's post Studio, um, I wanted to take a little bit of break because, you know... When you have kids, they don't stop you, but they do slow <laughs> you down. You know, even giving mm. birth and going through recovery and all that—it was all good and came back to pole real quick. Um, I wrote a book in between that, and um, yeah, so a group of us just got together and say, "Hey, li- listen, you know what? We're still passionate about it, and we are mm, you know, quite clever people, I guess, and hardworking. Let's just get a small um, shop house in Telok Ayah and see how it goes." Yeah, so we were trying to, you know, be chic and modish and open in a shop house. And we love Korean barbecue, so it was the best. <laughs> yeah, it was the the street of Korean barbecue. Yeah, so we started from there. We started with a big studio and a small studio and there were toilets. People could shower uh, and and we had more students after that. So we said, okay, let's go look for another place. And we found Robinson Square. We've got one level there to start. Then we gave up our place in Tuluk Ayer. and we moved on to Robinson Square. And right now we've got, uh, three levels. Yes. Of a post studio and recently with, uh, extended into Lavender. So we're going rural. We're going rural now. (laughs) Three MRT stations at a time, okay? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, so we are in Lavender now. And yeah, the new studio is called Move. Say it with me, Sejal. Move. 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 That's it. I thought it it was mauve. Oh, (laughs) yes. So I'm going to teach everybody how to say it. So it's move. Yeah. Yeah. So, as move. you can see, I'm wearing a move color today. I mean, a very movie move. Yes. yes, I see. We need to move your body all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so really amazing. Um, and it's spearheaded by uh, Siobhan and uh, Miss Ching Yi. So, they're absolutely wonderful. I mean, yeah, we're really blessed with such um, fabulous dance heads in the studio. Mm. Yeah.
0: So what was the experience like becoming a business owner? What were you doing before that as well? Oh my,
1: what was I doing before that? Let's see. I was uh, managing a pub for quite some time. Yeah, with my god sister. And um, it was really fun, you know. We had a great time doing that. Yeah, so you learn how to network. You learn how to talk, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Then the business opportunity just came about. And at that time, I was taking pole dancing classes. We've decided to open Bobby's Pole Studio and that was how Bobby's was born. Yeah.
0: Right. Yes. And, and now Slap has been... This is the seventh year, right? That Slap is going on for?
1: We just celebrated our sixth, but this is the seventh sixth year. yes. yes that's and, correct.
0: Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So over Ooh. these seven years, how did you build Slap to be the iconic studio it is today, for the lack of a better word? <laughs> mm. How did we build
1: Slap? Number one, we've got a great team of instructors and staff. Yeah. 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 So that's really important. Um, Everybody that we bring in, the first thing they need to do is sit down and have a chit chat with me. Yeah. Mm. And the first thing I would say is, listen, we are, um, you know, the teachers at Slap Dance Studio. We are the staff at Slap Dance Studio. People come in, they see us first. We have got to set the best example out there, okay? So if you've got a toxic, if you are in a toxic relationship, get out of it immediately. If you're a negative person, if you have negative thoughts, please, uh, yeah, just, um, yeah, spend more time with me, I guess. But um, (laughs) yeah, this is what I tell them. I said, we are setting an example for all the younger men and women out there. They are coming Mm -hmm. to us. So let's get our act together. Yeah, and I think with good people, we build a good place. It just comes from our soul. Yeah. Mm.
0: And six to seven years ago, you were saying how like it wasn't that well—not popular, but like it wasn't as popular as it is today. So, what was the process of hiring instructors and even finding instructors and students to sign up at that time? Yeah. Um. Through
1: my teachers, you know, sometimes my teachers would go and say, "Oh my gosh." Did you see this girl in class? Look at the way she moves. And I'll go, oh, okay, okay. And I'll go take a look. So, so normally my teachers will tell me, you know, stuff. And uh, the first thing I would ask is, how's her personality? Yeah, mm-hmm. because, you know, I tell you, to be honest, you can train somebody to do the splits. You can train somebody to do the pole moves. But for someone to be able to have that certain kind of uh, personality... Yeah. Yeah. And good soul, yeah, it's, 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 Um, I would say
0: if you find them, keep them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now you have over how many students at your studio? Well, right now, our years? active student base, we have over 2,000.
1: Yeah. In uh, our slap talk Let's chat group. See. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And uh, we have the highest uh, Instagram followers right now in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So thank you Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah, and I bet after this podcast, we'll have even more. So thank you very much, Sejal.
0: Yeah, I think it's doing more for me than it is doing for you. Please. It's so you all already. It's, it's great. Like, yeah. really. But this is womanhood, isn't it? We lift each other. It is.
1: We lift each other. It is. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Any help you ever need about, uh, you know, your business or you want to just talk to a mentor or somebody. I've got a lot of people behind me who's able to help you to do that. I'll get you connected with a couple of uh, my fellow friends.
0: Thank you. That's really greatly appreciated. It's always good to network and like learn from people. I love learning good. from people. And that's why I love this podcast, because I always tell like any guest I have on is like it. I If I didn't have this podcast, I wouldn't have the opportunity to talk to so many different people on a weekly basis and learn so much from them and make connections. So that's I, I love doing that. For sure. As I get to learn so much. It's crazy. Well, you've got and so many advantages I... on your side. You Number one, you speak well.
1: Number two, I can oh, thank f- you. I can feel it. You know, you've got very good aura about you. Oh, so, yeah. Thank so you. So, you already got a good head start and you're a very positive that person. And
0: that helps. That goes a long way. Yes. It does. Yes. Thank you. So, we were also talking about uh, how, you know, we said women and men. So, it's I didn't know... Um, that there were a lot of men who were into pole dancing as well and it's amazing I went to a class and I saw I think a few guys at another studio and I was like this is amazing like it what do you think about men embracing pole as well
1: well I'm gonna tell you a story you know lately we've been getting a lot of hands parties uh, because I guess in COVID you realize oh I really love you let's get married Yeah, so we're getting a lot of (laughs) hands party, but we're getting quite a number of stag do's at our place as well. And it's not that kind of stag do that's, you know, let's go to a bar and and, and watch some, um, you know, flash. So it's a stag do where the men come, they bring their male friends, and all of them Mm -hmm. want to learn some acrobatic tricks. So I thought, wow, I love it. Yeah, where where if it's me, I'll just, you know, okay, let's go and have a beer, you know. But they're (laughs) they're so into it. And we've got um, a lot of male instructors in Singapore as well. We've got our Jug, which is from Slapdance Studio. And then we've got, Mm -hmm. uh, oh, one of my all-time favorite instructors as well. He teaches at PXD, Louise. Absolutely great. Yep, yep. So lots more male uh, pole dancers coming up.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. Seriously, yeah, like I think yeah. it's so amazing to oh. see. You know, it's everyone's just so comfortable with each other.
1: Yeah, go and Google all the male pole dancers. Oh my gosh, in Australia, mm-hmm. in the UK, so many. My gosh, and they're such beautiful people as well. Yeah, I know
0: mm. the ones that I've met at least, like in classes that I've taken. I, they're just so such gems, and it's so it, it's just so comfortable. Yeah, like you don't feel any sort of like. Are like oh, like a guy's watching me. I'm like no, it's they're like you're watching them too, and you're helping each other. Yeah, if yeah. Anything. actually, we we are watching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's more yeah, of
1: a it's from us, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. So when I did a little quick Google search on your name, was just like okay, I'm like let's see what has been you know covered about oh, you, gosh, just yes. in case there were other things. Yes, I was. I was shocked. Like, I, I immediately I was like, mom, I told my mom, I was like, mom, you know this person I'm interviewing tomorrow, do you know how amazing she is? I do not know. And I read about you and I read about your story and I just want to say, like, I am a huge, um, you're a huge inspiration for sure Aww. and you're such an amazing person and as someone who's had uh, mm. family members, like my grandmother, she's well and alive, like, don't worry, like, she's good and she also battled breast cancer mm, a few years ago mm, mm. and I've seen it firsthand mm. how, What positivity can do for someone going through that turmoil and how much support is needed and no one will ever understand what it is other than the warrior who goes through it themselves but as a family member like seeing her and then seeing every other woman who goes through it like I it's it's such a like great ordeal to come out of it and so when I was reading your story I was so like uh, inspired by that Mm, so mm. just want to like I just want to ask how are you now? Most, I'm most good. How I'm are you good.
1: Doing? I'm the I'm I'm good actually. I'm still on uh, tamoxifen, which is a hormone drug. Yeah, where you take, you know, after you've got breast cancer and the recommended um time to take it is about five years. Yeah. So you just go mm-hmm. for your checks, you go for um yeah, your regular checkups and, and that's it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. um it's great. To hear that you're doing good. Mm, but you can ask and me any so, questions. I'm very happy okay. to answer them. Yeah. So Great. don't don't feel like you have to walk on eggshells, okay? Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, you know, when I was looking at like the timeline, what I understand is that you were diagnosed after SLAP was open already. Because yes. Because this was in 2018, right? Correct. 2018. So how did that affect your life as the SLAP owner and mm, having mm. to take this very big health journey mm. onto yourself,
1: yourself well I tell you remember the poll community thing that we were talking about absolutely amazing and mm-hmm. you know the first thing that came into my head I'm going oh my gosh my friends and family gonna be so upset <laughs> and then my children what am I gonna do of course then I spent three minutes crying and then finished of and course. it was action time <laughs> so number one um, get your treatment plan sorted um, I would say before talking to anybody else. I grabbed my phone, pick up my phone, I called um, three of my friends who had breast cancer before, recent ones, yeah, not the ones who had mm-hmm. breast cancer twenty years ago because everything's so different now. And yeah. immediately they said, Let me make an appointment for you, we'll sort it out, we'll get through this. These are the words that I heard. Immediately I had help. People were coming to lift me up without even asking. You know, what I? What can I do for you? The second thing was I sorted out uh, my children and made sure I managed my husband's emotions well because he was then my primary caregiver. Yeah, so that's important. Cancer is not about you. You've got to yeah. think about other people. They are going through this with you too. So you can't make it all about you. And that helps you heal yourself. You know, when you help others, you, you're helping yourself as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sorted my kids out, went to tell my mom three days before I had my mastectomy. I said, listen, the kids need to stay with you for two nights um, so that I can go and get one of my breasts chopped off. Yeah. And uh, I told her, as a matter of fact, and my mother is a very practical person. So, well, I think, of course, she went home and cried a lot after. So my kids went. My kids had a great time. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Mom, can you stay another night at the hospital? Because, you know... (laughs) grandma is great we watch television and eat ice oh cream God. and chocolate you know what it's like Seja, with your grandma right yeah yeah very yeah, close so can her. you stay another night at the hospital mom yeah and kids are so resilient you know like my husband would be you know just jer- making fun of me trying to make me laugh and say oh my gosh mm. i went to the toilet after i got my uh, mastectomy and, and my husband said oh gosh look at mommy she can walk it's a miracle and my <laughs> kids just went don't be silly daddy they chopped off her breast, not her legs you know so things like that so it innocent. makes you laugh yeah 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 and uh and we had a lot of chemo parties you know so every I time read we, about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know
1: That's my so friends like, wow. say yeah we would have uh curry puffs i mean we had a private room I told my doctor, I said, listen, I'm really famous. I need a private room on my own. And she said, okay, I'll I'll get you a private room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. But the thing was, oh, gosh, how am I going to tell my friends? I can't sit down one by one or do a Zoom announcement. So I did a crazy thing. I wrote to my really good friend who was working at Straits Time at that time. And I said, listen, can you just dedicate a page to me? (laughs) So they did. And and I was published in uh, the Straits Times. And that was how everybody came about because there was just too many people. I it was exhausting <laughs> telling people one by one, "Hey, I just want to tell you I've got breast cancer. I'm going to have one breast less and my hair is going to be gone." And it's exhausting. What can you imagine is- going to tell 2000 of your students one by one?
0: <laughs> I cannot imagine oh, like <sighs> how how badass <laughs> that is, honestly. Like, oh, you know, there are too many people to tell, so I'm going to get a newspaper to publish it. Yeah, just it. get the newspaper to do it. That's it, yeah. The and biggest then, newspaper in Singapore to publish it, might I add, and give yeah. you a whole page. And by that time, you know, I didn't tell
1: anybody really, really, until mm. my hair started falling out on uh, day 22 of my chemotherapy. And then oh, after that... quite soon in. Yeah. But you know what? I was looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I I look so hot, so hot. Those photos, bald. Oh my goodness! So I, good, yes. yeah. Yes, and you know I put on red lipstick. I put on my Ray Ban mm-hmm. sunglasses, and I've never had so many people oogle and whistle at me in my whole life. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, I was hot, no. hot. You mom. still are, yeah. but those photos. Those photos, I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. the, the, it was the Ray-Bans every, oh, and everything. You oh. just looked
1: so cool. Yeah. And I was actually a bit sad when my hair grew back. Did <laughs> 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 you ever rock the ball? Uh, it was again, crazy. It was crazy. But you know what? Everything is so manageable now. You know, all that mm-hmm. thing that people talk about, nausea, throwing up and pain and all that. It's temporary, it's not forever, and they are all manageable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, But again, so, okay. I had the fabulous pole community. My family yeah. was absolutely amazing. Uh, my kids, my friends, you know, they would pick my kids up after school, cook dinners. I would walk into my... I lived in a very Kampong area in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So my neighbours had access to my outdoor kitchen. They would come, Mm -hmm. my friends and family, fill up my fridge to make sure I didn't have to go grocery shopping. They always had food in there. So they would go, hey, you know, this is for your children. Just heat it up in a microwave or put it in the oven. And it's it's always home cooked fresh food, you know. Oh, yeah. Best. So I'm very loved. I cannot complain. I cannot complain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: that's that's really the best i always oh. you know when people ask like oh what can i do and then they actually just do it without even yeah. asking and that, i think that yeah. speaks volumes yeah. like you have food in your yeah. fridge those are the small things that yeah. I, you need the most
1: you know actually you if know? your friend needs you the worst thing you can do is ask them what can i do for you because it gives a very sick and weak person another task to do yeah, you mean yeah, you want to me you to think to about something for you to do? I'm already so tired mm. and overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, you know, not not everybody know how to react, and everybody mm-hmm. comes from a good place. So you know, just take yes. it, take it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: And I read somewhere even that in one of the articles, you didn't tell your husband until one of the uh your appointments or something like that. Was it? Is that true or something? yeah I didn't want my husband to come along or anything
1: like that, oh, yeah, to any of my appointments so uh he came alone to, yeah I went no, no i uh, no, I had a party all the time I had three <laughs> to four girlfriends, yeah and um who had breast cancer with me all the time. I was never alone, even when I had to pee, yes, yes, I was never alone. I always had my girlfriends with me, you know because you know my my husband was uh it, He was never a caregiver. He is a great man, very warm, caring, loving. I love him. I wouldn't marry anybody else, okay? Um, He's never had breast cancer. So he wouldn't know what to say, what to ask the doctors, whereas my friends have been through it. They would know what to Mm -hmm. say and what to do, you know? Take, for example, if I were to have a baby. In the delivery room, I would rather have a woman who's had a baby before, (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? But anyway, this is just me. Okay, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. So I my did friends that. were there, how- asking the right questions, supporting me, yeah. saying the right things, and that was exactly what I needed.
0: Yeah. Wow! Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And did your kids? I mean, because they were so young, they are still really young. Did they understand? the severity of the situation or was it better in fact that they didn't because they were so young oh no they they understand they understand
1: a lot Mm. yeah i tell them everything and i'm very human in front of my children we cry we laugh together i'm a monster mom i'm a good mom i'm (laughs) everything in front of them so there is no i have to be a hero in front of my children i'm not gonna cry i'm gonna be strong none of that right yeah you gotta be real and you just gotta show them your human side and they love and accept Mm -hmm. you you are their mother, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: And I, I, can imagine the support that they were for you throughout all of this.
1: Oh, they are lovely, lovely children. I couldn't. They are so I, I, cute. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> how old are I they now? Tell you, everyone always say, "Oh, my kids are so cute." They are. Your children are always the cutest.
0: Yeah. Of course. So, how old are they now? Well, Sarah is going to
1: uh, have her birthday on the thirty-first of January. She's going to be nine. Oh my gosh. Nine. It was up. just like yesterday. <laughs> she was sucking on my boobs. Crazy.
0: Oh. Yeah. And
1: then Jack. Uh, Jack is seven. They've got about seventeen months in between them. Yeah. Also, oh, it must be really close. Yeah, really with close. That, that young. Yeah, the, I that love small it. Age gap. I love it. Now they, they do everything together. So amazing. Oh. Yeah.
0: So what was the response? Like you. you so you mentioned that you. You know, went to Straits Times first and then I'm sure all the other media titles picked up on it, interviewed you and you were mm. all over the news for a while. So what was the response like when the new, the story went public? You know
1: something? Everyone with breast cancer who just on breast cancer started writing to me because I realized that, you know, there are so many women with breast cancer, but they're not coming out and talking about it because there isn't mm. like a appropriate support group. The people who had breast yes, cancer, yes. I always thought you need to be 60, 70 to have breast cancer. I never knew that you could have breast mm. cancer in your 20s, 30s, 40s until I got it when I was yeah. 40. And I th- and I said, oh my gosh, is there another mother I can talk to with young children mm. who has breast cancer, who feels like shit? No. I didn't know yeah. where I could get connected with these people. I just needed to talk to another mother. And the only person I knew was my good friend, Jaslyn. So I called her and she was like my main pillar. I I would die without her. I love you, Jazz. Yeah. 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 So uh, and then I spoke to another one of my good friends, Wei Hong. And then I spoke to another one of my good friends who had cancer, which is Ariel. And um, I tell you, from that day onwards, I had young mothers or just mothers with young children messaging me and going, oh, my gosh, I need to talk to you. I've just been diagnosed with cancer. I've got young children. Oh Tell me, let's get through this together. I need your help. So so it really opened up my eyes to my goodness. So many of these women. Where is this support group? And, yeah. Yeah, you
0: started a community, I think. Oh, you yeah. you've you formed a support group for women who must have been looking for one for so long. Yeah. And a lot of people I know in and but well, it it's a bit sad also,
1: you know. So you know, a, a lot of my post students would go, hey, listen, my sister, my cousin, my friend, my auntie, you know, just had breast cancer. Can I, can I connect you guys? I say, absolutely. Call
0: them now, immediately. Let's
1: go. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I have so many questions from the followers and who saw that I'm doing. So let's get into them. Okay, okay. go. The first question, what was your motivation? And were you afraid of what others might think? Of opening a post I guess studio, starting a studio, opening mm. a post studio. You mean? Ah, uh, no. Um,
1: my motivation was I loved doing what I was doing, and I loved teaching it and sharing it. And I find that my happiest moment as a post studio owner, the bonus part of it, is when you get to teach. Yeah, mm. you get to teach what you love and what you know and what you do so well. And that connection with new people, even until today, oh my gosh, I would just love to connect with newbies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. newbies. Not that I'm not good enough to teach the high-level tricks to the seniors, (laughs) polars, but, you know, it's the new people when you see them. You know, when you first got your geisha or when you first went upside down, remember Mm -hmm. that feeling, that joy. Yeah, yeah, so so I always feel like I'm giving birth every single day when I'm... T- when, when I'm, No, not that pain, but you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, so that's the motivation, yeah, I'm, getting
1: people in to love a new sport. Yeah, I'm not in the business yeah. of convincing people to come and join pole when they are too sceptical. I just want to get the people in who, are, who wants to try it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was yeah. my motivation. Second motivation was, um, you know, I realized that in Singapore, a lot of the women are having more, a good, better earning capacity than in the past. So they have all this extra income to spend on extracurricular activities such as pole dancing, Mm -hmm. Pilates, pole wear and all that. Yeah, that was the second motivation. The third motivation was I had a good business partner and I had a good team of people who I know who would groom into great instructors. So three Mm -hmm. things, absolutely great. Yeah.
0: You know, you mentioned about the geisha. When I first did it as well, I was like, I'm spinning. I'm actually spinning. That was such an amazing... I have it on video. I remember my first time I got it, I was like... I mean, now, like, still... I'm still relatively new. I'm still a beginner. Right. And every time I learn a new trick, I'm like, I managed to climb the pole. Like, I'm... (laughs) Like, okay, now I just have to learn how to spin. (laughs) But... Like,
1: I know what you're doing. We'll Mm -hmm. put more batteries in your pole to make it spin, okay?
0: That's it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Really need that. (laughs) Okay, the next question... Yep. ...is... Ask her who is her favorite slap instructor. Tell her Steffi is listening. Oh. Well, I tell you, this is the easiest question ever.
1: Okay. This this slap instructor is my best friend ever. Okay. I've known her for the longest time. I mean, when she dances, everybody looks at her. When she <laughs> does a pole trick, she does it with pride. She's been teaching for a long time. She catches the students, makes them feel special. You know, she's the kindest person I know, the most humble person I know. You know, the, my favorite instructor is myself.
0: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Love yourself, girl. I had a feeling. I was like, is this going where I think it's going? <laughs> Best answer, hands down. Thank you. Because at first I was like, there's no way she will actually say someone's name. That's like, no way. Then after that, I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) I love that answer. Thank you. Another one is, it says, a note to Jasmine, you're always the best motivator to the slap students. Oh, I love that. I love you. I feel it. I feel it. I
1: feel it. Yeah. I feel like I need to get a tattoo now. Another question? (laughs) Sorry? I feel like I need to get a tattoo now.
0: Slap. (gasps) (laughs) oh you should it looks so badass with like the the look and everything i love it oh gosh yes you should (laughs) right okay what do you say to people who don't believe you can have it all um wow
1: i guess this is coming from someone who thinks i have it all (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh um well I would I would agree with them because, you know, most people just want them to, just just want to be agreed with. So, yeah, yeah. there's, there's not a point carrying on this kind of conversation. It's just exhausting. So, I'll just, yeah, of course, you're right. Yes, yes. <laughs> just smile and nod and move on. I just on. <laughs> want world peace. That's it. Yes, you're right.
0: Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. How long after you started pole dancing did you decide to open slap? oh my oh gosh it's such a long time ago i cannot remember maybe (laughs) two
1: years is it yeah about two two years yeah i wouldn't think about opening my own pole studio until i i know i know that i can do some stuff right and talk properly you know and have a good base of students who would follow me yeah
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. one of my family friends who's like a sister to me she said I used to learn pole dancing from her too ages ago, so you see everyone is your student, your surgeon, my oh, it's, family it's friend cra- i i
1: <laughs> I swear, yeah, it's crazy. I think i taught I've taught everyone at least one pole dance lesson or one hands party you've met me. I'm pretty sure
0: yeah, <laughs> or one yeah. trial class one or one recovery and uh stretching yeah, class <laughs> yeah, why not? why not? yes, oh gosh. <laughs> Another question is, how was Jasmine's childhood like? Oh, I was so loved. I was never without a family
1: member. Yeah. I mean, my parents were separated. But you know what? I had an incredible extended family. My grandma brought me up. My mother had two jobs. Oh, gosh, she worked like a beast. Um, I had great uncles and aunties. Even now, we're so bonded. You know, we're so bonded. There's an emergency. We all get together. My cousins are the best. We have 10 cousins in all. You know, so we are 100. about, yeah, 10 years plus minus age group from each other. So right now, everyone's just popping up with babies, left, right and centre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I was the first one to have a, have a child. And um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, um, my family was great. I always had home-cooked food. I always had someone there with me after school. I was never on my own. My grandmother mm. taught me how to cook. Um yeah, the weekends, I, my uncles and my aunties always took me out wherever they are going. We were very involved in all their wedding planning and, and ceremonies and big things in life when my cousins were born. We had a huge family. Everyone was together all the time.
0: All the time, oh yeah, yeah. It was great. And from someone who comes from a big family mm. with like mm. that many cousins as well... Yeah. I yeah. can totally relate to what you're saying, that how, you know, yeah. your, your grandmother, you know, taught, okay, my grandmother didn't teach me how to cook, mm. but she, we always go to a house for food. Yeah. And she'll always send food. Or my aunt and my uncle, I'm so close to all my yeah. aunt and uncles, my cousins. Like, yeah. I totally get that. And it's, it, it yeah. it's something else living in a big family for sure. It's so good, isn't it? I mean, the it's love so that you
1: feel. Oh gosh. Yeah.
0: You're it's never endless. alone.
1: You're never yes. alone. <laughs> yes. It it that sounds like a blessing and a curse, but you know <laughs> we but leave you it know, as that. I've got to say, you know, my family is not that. My family is not that kind of a nosy family. Where, oh, you got, got got cancer? Is it? Is it? Is it? Because because last time in school she smoked that one cigarette or something, you know. <laughs> so they, they are not like that. You know what I mean? They're just they give you yeah. all the space. They treat you like a matured person. There is no gossip, yeah. backstabbing, or anything like that. Love- so, yeah, yeah,
0: healthy Good. and. That's all mm. you need. Mm. I know we talked about this already, but the question is, I'll just say I the question know, anyway. How did Jasmine discover see pole? See. How did Jasmine discover pole? Oh my.
1: Oh yeah, a friend of mine wanted to go exercise after she had a baby. So uh, mm-hmm. we just found some pole dancing lessons. And at that time, I think there was only one or two studios. So we just went to whichever Google brought us to, which is Jitterbug <laughs> Singapore at Millennial Walk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Is it still there? No, it moved to oh. uh, Kate. Yeah, it moved to Kate after, yeah. And then right now, I think it's somewhere in Tanjong Paga. Yes.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. And last question, was it scary when she took the first step to open a studio? Uh, not at all. Not at all
1: because um, we were hardworking. We were not afraid of waking up at, Five And going to bed at 2 And then getting up and doing the same thing Again and again and again Well, at that time also we had youth <laughs> And we had no children and no husbands <laughs> So we didn't have to answer to anything You know what I mean? We could just eat at 11 o'clock Or not come home And work, we work We just work like a beast And that's it No days off Maybe once in four, three, four months I would take a trip to Bangkok Um, Bali switch off my phone not talk to anybody Mm -hmm. for three days but there was no such thing as uh, weekends off or one day off or anything like that no
0: no yeah (laughs) no what uh, this is my question Mm. what advice would you give young and young girls and boys who wants to start pole
1: who wants to start pole um I would say get your basic fundamentals down do not be afraid to repeat a fundamentals or a basic or an introductory class because you can only mm. get stronger. Uh, spend within your limits. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, I mean, if you want to get the fancy clothes, you know, and all that, fine. Get one grip eight, okay? <laughs> um, yes, and that's it. And um, don't stick to one place, you know. Go and try different places. And if we really like that place... Um, then then
0: just go with it for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: be open. Be and open. I love how you say spend within your limit because that's like, I feel like I'm personally attacked because I swear, the pole clothes are so nice and so I'm like, nice. I just want Isn't everything. It? And and yeah. there are always these like bulk buys because everyone wants to shop. So nice. I'm like, okay. my and friends, I just got in my pleasers. My friends, my first please listen
1: up. <laughs> my friends who runs pole clothes, Sejal is a beautiful girl please oh. give her a set of your clothes thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs>
0: i would be honored. the word is out it's out subliminal messages yeah thank yeah. you No today problem. was yeah so i got my pleasers, my first pair of pleasers in the oh, mail gosh. today i tried them on and oh. i felt so powerful oh <laughs> can i just say it? i couldn't walk but it was like oh my god you don't need to walk you're I, hanging on to a pole you're fine that's yes, true. That's exactly, true. Yeah, exactly. that's true. But like, I was like, oh my god, I feel. I, I told my friends, I am. This is it. Have, I've I've yeah. reached my peak. I own a pair of pleasers. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, there's there's no <laughs> it was turning so back. Cool.
1: Imagine how far this. we've come along. You know, you know, fourteen years ago when we did pole, there was no music. There was just mm. pole pole tricks, and then the music only came on when you're doing a choreography. Warm ups was just stretching. Yeah, and that was it boy shorts and now look where it is yeah you wore a tank top even when you wear a sports bra people will be like oh she's wearing a sports bra wow
0: yeah yeah
1: and then you know yeah and then the shoes came in oh my gosh i tell you yeah and
0: i think just on that note as well like you know one thing about pole i really think that has helped people especially people who are new you'll see the confidence that builds with their body yeah yeah over time yeah. because yeah. i remember so um, my instructor when we went in the first class everyone was wearing like shorts including me mm. like shorts or like biker shorts like really long shorts right and she was like this is the first i haven't seen a class in shorts in so long right <laughs> you yeah. yeah like because it'd be all new right so we're not used to like wearing like garter shorts and like you know like bathing suits and stuff like that Mm, mm. but you'll see that like from the first class and then now we're like a month or so in yeah yeah. you can Mm. see the difference in the attire in the demeanor and everyone Mm. and like the confidence is there and like to be able to wear whatever they want and be i think know that it's a safe space yeah compared to the first lesson so that is something that i feel like Paul has helped me with also like me more confident i've always been like quite accepting and confident in my body. But now I feel like, oh my god, I can wear this and mm. it doesn't have to be sexualized. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, it's just, I feel good in it. And I feel yeah. like I will... I look good. And yeah. I'm going to dance even better when I look like that. Yeah. You Yeah. Know?
1: Yeah, and you get fitter. And again, all those feel-good hormones. And you know, mm-hmm. a lot of it is mental as well. You know?
0: Yes. Yeah, a lot of it that is mental. That mental block.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's that's one of the strengths that pole dancing gave me. You become... Powerful, you know, that word that you use, (laughs) it's true.
0: But powerful,
1: like not egotistic maniac, you know. Powerful as in strong and you're able to handle things a lot better. And that's, I think, a, a, a a good thing to say. I always talk about it, but I don't talk about it enough. And that's one of the reasons I think how I got through breast cancer a bit smoother than how other people would handle it. You know, I didn't think much when my hair fell out. I didn't think much when they had to cut one of my breasts off. I didn't think, oh, I'm going to be ugly, oh, my mm. hair. Oh. I didn't think anything about that. I just wanted to get better so that I can pole dance, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, that's... Get back to what you love. Yeah, that's one of the strengths that pole dancing gave me. It's just something that cannot be taken away from you. You can take away my, my breasts, you can take away my
0: hair... I still got my soul.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that that that's amazing. Yeah. And I guess to wrap up the episode, what would you like to leave the listeners with? Any piece of advice or anything you just want to leave them with?
1: Mm, be good, be a good human being. Be a good human being, be kind. You know, you never know who the next person you're talking to. Yeah, just be a good human being. Yeah and be kind to yourself because you mm-hmm. are listening to your thoughts very important one day at yeah. a time and sometimes all you need to do is um just breathe because it's the only thing that keeps you alive if you think about it yeah mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. well thank you so
1: much jasmine it was a pleasure talking to you anytime it's a pleasure talking to you too i want to see you in my <laughs> my recovery and handstands and everything. i'll be there Yes, every
0: every week I feel like I'm like pulling a new muscle. I swear. (laughs) You know what's good news? It means that you have muscles. It's good news. Yes, yes. Yeah, if I pull a muscle, that means I have muscles. Great. I'm gonna remember that.